Hello, dear ones. Welcome to Secret Gardening with Sarah. I hope you discover this to be a place to find beauty, delight, and rest in an often weary world. Let's remember and celebrate Jesus together so we do not lose heart. Thank you, Taylor Linhart, once again, for providing your beautiful song for my podcast. Y'all, have you checked out her music yet? Seriously, please do. And follow her on Instagram at T-A-Y-L-O-R-L-E-O-N to give her some love for me. Speaking of songs, I want to ask y'all a question. Do you like to sing? So I just got off the phone with my dad. He calls me just about every day. He texts me on our birthday time at least once a day, often twice. He's not perfect, but I feel pretty blessed to call him daddy. You want to know something about my dad? He loves to sing. Any opportunity to sing, and he is singing. I kind of get it from him. We just were laughing about how our family was known for always singing in the car. Growing up, a family friend, getting ride to some practice, used to say, if you get in the car with the Tisdales, they will start spontaneously singing. <laughs> we do laugh as we remember her awe. I genuinely thought this was normal behavior. My grandma loved to sing, too. Even when she was suffering from memory loss, when we started singing with her, she could join right in with the lyrics. She just completely delighted in it. You could see it in her face. She loved old hymns and even singing Happy Birthday. It didn't matter. A song was a song. There's something to this music in my family tree. We all have a story, and I think we all have a song as well. Maybe even a dance, too. I've found that when I'm in a healthy place, there's a lot more singing and dancing. Do you know something? I have a friend who's a counselor who told me that humming and singing actually help calm our nerves, like that big nerve in our neck. I'm not good at details, but just trust me. It can really calm us down. I've proven it over and over again in my own life. Um, Certain times I've had to sing or hum myself to calm down. (laughs) I have another friend. She works with girls who have been abused in sex trafficking circles. Do you know what her work is? She dances with them. She gets to see the healing process through the art form of dance. Oh, what a beautiful ministry of healing. There is something to health and growth connecting to singing and dancing. I think it's related to a people and a place. So here's episode two. It's called Right Plant, Right Place. Don't be too I'm sitting in one of those chapels where a big chunk of the walls are made of glass windows. The sky and the trees serve as a backdrop of the worship. Two geese fly by as we finish singing a worship song about drawing near to Jesus. We've considered the paramount importance of knowing our weakness so that we may draw near to Jesus. We are encouraging each other to be honest with our prayers. Am I angry? Am I sad? Am I disappointed? We are encouraging each other to be okay with learning obedience like Jesus. We don't have to have it all figured out because he did. I'm sitting in the back row in the corner by the wall. 
Behind me is the grand piano. I chose to sit near the piano because I'm convinced the vibrations will calm my nerves like a lullaby to my anxious heart. I'm being asked to reflect on what I've learned this weekend at the women's retreat. I take out my journal and my favorite pen and I look over to my bag. It's a little canvas bag with illustrations of herbs on it. I start writing these words. I'm remembering. I pause and then I continue. I'm remembering herbs. My bag has herbs on it. The first time I thought about the word herb was in a play in first or second or maybe third grade. I'm confused about exactly where I was. Well, I'll just say it was one of those plays where everyone gets a little part and it's more of an event than a story. In the play, there was a character named Herb and everyone kept saying his name wrong and he kept correcting them. Herb, the H is not silent. He go on and on. I don't really remember the rest of the play. I think it was teaching us about food and where it comes from. And it probably had other good things to teach us about working together or something of that aim. I don't even remember my part in the play. Was I a farm animal or a vegetable maybe? Was I even in the play? Was I just watching it? I don't even know. I do know Herb. He was a freckle-faced boy with reddish blondish hair, overalls, and a ball cap that reminded me a bit more of a train conductor hat. He kept holding on to his farm tool, I don't know the name of it, correcting people about his name. I don't know who played him, but I just remember Herb. Why does this memory remain in me? Was it because I didn't know there was a joke I should know about? This wordplay of Herb versus Herb situation that everyone else seems to be in on? Was it because I felt shame for not knowing and that I should have known? Was it because of the importance of knowing each other's names? He was so frustrated, and maybe he didn't feel loved because they weren't taking the time and effort to know his name. I think there might be something to these two points. I think, most of all, I'm frustrated that I can't place this memory. I have a generic memory of the gym where the play was put on, but was I in my school in Arkansas or was I in Virginia? It matters to me to place this memory somewhere, and I just can't. I think I can almost convince myself it was like third grade just before. I have a vague inkling that I'm probably wrong. I feel weak. If I cannot even place my memory, how can I possibly deal with it? What am I even doing dealing with a memory from elementary school? Why do I think I need to file it away into some organization? Why am I thinking about this at a retreat? I'm supposed to be reflecting on Jesus and his suffering and my weakness. Did you catch that? I'm using supposed to language. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I have to figure this out. I should have known it was pronounced that way. And ultimately, I think I'm sad because I don't remember who I was with in this memory. Who was my best friend then? Who was I forced to be between on the bleachers simply because my last name was at the end of the alphabet? Or maybe because of my height? Probably more to do with the height. I can't place myself in a place or with the people. I can't remember where this memory belongs. It would be nice to know the place I grew to consider the pronunciation of the word herb. 
For sure it was not in Britain because they just say herb for both. (laughs) It's weird, but it's a memory that comes up every time I see herbs. It literally flavors my conscience with herbs. Or was it herbs? No, herbs. That's right. (laughs) And then time is up for our reflection and the retreat comes to an end. And I want more time, which is kind of a theme for me. (laughs) Later, on a walk with a friend, I realized some significant pain I've been avoiding. I didn't even know it was bothering me. And do you know how I realized it? I told her about this whole herb story. She listened, and I was frustrated. She listened. And then more things came out as I verbally processed. She listened some more. And suddenly, through our fellowship, we both were in tears. Jesus was showing me my weakness, and I was able to draw near. In gardening, there's a a cliche phrase that people use all the time. It's called uh, right place, right, I mean, right plant, right place. (laughs) It's basically just referring to the obvious. If you want good growth in your garden, you have to have the right plant in the right place. You want to make sure you start with a plant that is suited for your geographical zone. And then you have to consider the layout of your garden or your container, depending on when you're planting it. And, you know, you have to think about the soil and the sun and the nutrients and where it's planted next to. Different plants don't go well together, that kind of thing. You want to make sure you start with a plant that's suited for um, your zone, like I said. So, like, if you want to grow a tropical plant, you cannot grow that in Virginia. So you'd have to do it indoors in a container. And you'd have to make sure you had a lot of sun. So that's hard. You wouldn't put a shade-loving fern in the sun because it would be burned to a crisp. (laughs) You wouldn't plant lavender, I mean, lavender, lavender in a wet soil. If you wanted blueberries, you would make sure you had the right soil full of acidity. So you wouldn't put that next to something that likes more alkaline soil. Does that make sense? Also, blueberries are really fascinating because the right varietal um, that might be right for your zone also has to have the appropriate chill hours. So it depends on the weather too. So if it doesn't have enough chill hours where it like, it's literally a thing where you have to have cold weather. (laughs) Um, If you don't get enough chill hours, it won't even produce fruit that year. Who knew? Hmm, Learning every day. Anyways, you get the point. Right plant, right place. Not only do you need to make sure you have the right plant, but you also need to make sure that you have the best place for its growth. Do you think there might be a a correlation for us? Uh, I think so. We can rest assured that we are the right plant in a manner of speaking because we can have assurance that God made us to be our unique selves and he's working to refine us in beautiful ways. But I think we might not always be in the best place. Maybe geographically, maybe mentally, spiritually, all that. So I think that's why my herb memory was so frustrating. I wanted a place where I was during that time. Geographically, yes, but I think also metaphorically. Was I surviving? Was I thriving? 
Did I have friends? Was I nervous? Was I feeling confident? Well, I just don't know. And I probably will will never know. But I can trust that God was with me in that time. No matter what, I can know that He's always with me. And I can focus on today. I can trust that God is with me right now. And He's asking me to draw near with confidence to Him when I am in need. So if that means thinking about a memory from first, second, or third grade, and my first fascination with the word herb, 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 (laughs) then that's exactly where I need to be, drawing near. And when I'm in a good place, I think I'll find myself healed and there will be more singing and dancing to come. I do declare these words from Psalm 87. On the holy mount stands the city he founded. The Lord loves the gates of Zion more than all the dwelling places of Jacob. Glorious things of you are spoken, O city of God. Among those who know me, I mention Rahab and Babylon. Behold, Philistia and Tyre with Cush. This one was born there, they say, and of Zion it shall be said, This one and that one were born in her. For the Most High Himself will establish her. The Lord records as He registers the peoples. This one was born there. Singers and dancers alike say, All my springs are in you. So guys, we can thrive when we realize all our springs are in Him. We can rest in that. I don't have to do the work or at least all of it. I don't have to place my own memory. I can place my mind in the care of the memory giver, and I can really abide in the home that he provides. I think of the the healing that I receive when I get to be honest with where I'm feeling in you know, all the emotions of life, but also just having a friend listen. And we really have that in Jesus. Um, there's something to it that, that just makes me want to sing, makes me want to dance. Um, it feels like home, and I think that's what God wants for us. So I want to share a little poem. It's an old poem. <laughs> I found it in this old poetry book I have of, like, American poems. It's called Home by Edgar Guest. And so bear with me because there's some, like, colloquial language here, and, you know, it's going to be fun. But it's just for you. I hope you enjoy. It takes a heap of living and a house to make a home, a heap of sun and shatter, and I sometimes have to roam. Before you really appreciate the things you left behind and hunger for them somehow with them all that's on your mind. It don't make any difference how rich you get to be, how much your chairs and tables cost, how great your luxury. It ain't home to you, though. It be the palace of a king until somehow your soul is sort of wrapped around everything. Home ain't a place that gold can buy or get up in a minute. Afore it's home, there's got to be a heap of living in it. Within the walls, there's got to be some babies born, and then, right there, you got to bring them up to women good and men. 
And gradually, as time goes on, you find you want to part with anything they ever use. They've grown into your heart. The old high chairs, the playthings too, the little shoes they wore. You hoard, and if you could, you'd keep the thumb marks on the door. You've got to weep to make it home. You've got to sit and sigh. And watch beside a loved one's bed and know that death is nigh. And in the stillness of the night to see death's angels come and close the eyes on her that smiled and leave her sweet voice dumb. For these are scenes that grip the heart and when your tears are dried, you find the home is dearer than it was and sanctified. And tugging at you always are the pleasant memories. Oh, her that was on and the Oh, her that was and is no more, you can't escape from these. You gotta sing her and dance for years, you gotta romp and play, and learn to love the the things you have by using them each day. Even the roses round the porch must blossom year by year, afore they come a part of you, suggesting someone dear, who used to love them long ago and trained them just to run, the way they do so as they would get the early morning sun. You gotta love each brick and stone from cellar up to dome. It takes a heap of living in a house to make it home. All right, friends, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Another thing my grandma used to always say. I thoroughly enjoyed it today. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a beautiful day. Sincerely, Sarah.